in a boot. Who's that? It's my pal Ewan. This is us in Oktoberfest. You can see what Tom's wearing. Just there. Mm. Oh, right, yeah. I thought I recognised him. God, he looks so much different. Yeah. Was this before or after you decked it on an escalator? Uh, before. Really. <laughs> that's Marty's crotch. And that's nice. Tom looking like an um, art student from... Fucking Marty's swinging big. Mm. <laughs> Kim, what else he swings big in? Grit. <laughs> wow. Welcome to Junaboot. <laughs> no, that's not how we're starting. <laughs> yes, it is. Damn it, I'm not editing it. Still, welcome to Junaboot, sponsored by MJ Supplies. Um, Marty was starting up an Etsy account the other week, and he asked me, Ewan, and Tom for a bunch of different, like, uh, a bunch of suggestions for like what we what he could call his Etsy shop because he wanted it to sound a bit wankier for the artsy crowd. Yeah. Um, I should really look. Sound great for artsy crowd. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, last uh, last weekend he sold seventy eight bags of grit, so he's Fuck doing me. okay. So far, anyway, he's doing quite well. Um, yeah. So you've got holy grit. It's gritty, bitch. A bit of grit. The Grit Gatsby. Monty Python's mm-hmm. Gritting Circus. Um, grit and Shit. The Notorious G-R-I-T. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Marty came up and just said, yeah, it wouldn't accept shit in the title and it also wouldn't accept Adolf Gritler, which was my <laughs> favourite one. That was good. So, uh, Monty so, Python and the Holy Grit would have made more sense Monty Python and the Holy Grip would have made more sense but I was tired when I typed that one in no excuse <laughs> no excuse no excuse bad comedy <laughs> bad there's you. no such thing as bad comedy but if there was that would be it but Adolf Hitler <laughs> that's, that's Liam saying that <laughs> fuck me <laughs> so yeah I want Marty to write an autobiography <laughs> entitled Adolf Hitler you're lagging a wee bit there Dougal that was so funny, you're just like, fuck me. <laughs> Head on, we're back. You're back. Yeah, now. you're back. Cool. Awesome. Back on track. Mm-hmm. Which leads us into Tuna Boot, season three, first episode, mm-hmm. Backtracks. Hey, season Yay. three. That's that. We yeah. told you it was going to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, our budget. <laughs> we're back on the computers, which is a bit sad, but yeah, hey oh, yeah. What are we? What did do we give anything away for this season? What we're doing? Any changes? Yeah. We, may, we, we may or may not have done a trailer before this. <laughs> Possibly. As of right now, we have not recorded the trailer. No. Well, why don't we but just? We're on our way. Well, should we just read out the list of things we have got planned, or should we just? I think we just let it unfold as we record the episodes. So okay, but if there's anything particular, like because the one I'm doing for the third week, I'd like to mm-hmm. explain that in the next episode. Yeah, a wee bit. That's cool. You know, yeah. before it. So teaser. Okay, well we can talk about the the one that's coming out. We teaser for the next one. So this this week, <laughs> uh, every you know, first week. So you know how everyone does like their next week at the end of their episodes. Yeah, we're doing it. Breaking start. the mold. Yeah. <laughs> Season three. Had, yeah. What. We had so much, we'd planned so well for season three, and then we hadn't really spoken about what we were going to do before we did this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and now we're here and we're doing a plan <laughs> after we've started recording like the fuckwits we are so don't worry about it <laughs> so yeah so uh, we're starting off season three so every uh, every first week of the month we're going to do um, or not first week of the month but the first week of every set of four we're going to do every four weeks track. every four <laughs> weeks the first week that we do is going to be the first thing we're going to do tracks. after the third week is do a fourth <laughs> episode of the season <laughs> Christ uh, but yes tuna book backtracks which is basically we did a lot of, <coughs> we put a lot of songs into a playlist as like a kind of tester way way back before the podcast you can find that in our before the podcast playlist on Spotify and Apple Music and so yeah so what we're doing is we're going back revisiting these artists revisiting some of the songs maybe just really up to us I suppose um, anything else guys yeah well I just because uh, the original idea was just to share music with each other and then we thought about doing a podcast afterwards so we kind of had used up a lot of our favourite artists and things we're most excited about in the Before the Playlist uh, Before the Podcast playlist so this is an opportunity to as you say revisit some of those things and And yeah what you said yeah and we were sick of finding all the new music and stopped enjoying listening (laughs) to music for a bit so we wanted to have stuff that we already loved to speak about um, to try and get more yeah. enthusiastic about a bit of the music in between the general shite that we speak. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of which, there will be more general shite because we've got less tracks as well. Oh, which is yeah. a common yeah. theme. big change we've got going. Because nine was just a bit too many, we think, so we're going down to six. So it'll be two each. I mean, it'll be <laughs> different, different playlists have different things and different themes and things. Look out for it. It's going to be very exciting. If you couldn't tell by the ten two-parters we did at the end of season two, it was just a bit too much. (laughs) Just wait till we get to season four and we go down to one track each. It's going to be 15 minutes in and out. And I'm hoping to have the music phased out entirely by season five, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) So we could could have already started the podcast by now. We could have just started. It could just have started. We could talk about anything. We'd almost be done at this point if we'd... That's a good I point. think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's all the big changes. Yeah, we're we're doing different kind of themes. Do you want to call them? We're basically we're taking alternative tuna and making that the main kind of goal for season three. So it's no longer just just general songs. We're just we've got specific criteria for each episode. Yeah. So this one again is backtracks. Yeah, I think like when we were doing like Bird Week or Australian Week or something, it was quite a lot of fun as well and all that. So it was just do something a bit more like that where it's more focused and less just find some music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aye, and we don't have to be going out every way to find obscure stuff or things that other people might not have heard. We can, yeah. you know, we could do things like we could talk about Bowie or the Rolling Stones or whatever without the fear of thinking oh we're not introducing anyone to anything it'll be through a different context it'll be it'll be all just the same usual rambling shite but just it'll be the same shit a different flavour <laughs> that's what it is really <laughs> who's yeah. kidding who I mean if you want to find new music we have three playlists at least full of new music now that folk can go and find I think we've yeah. done our bit really yeah and nobody listens yeah. to it anyway no, not even us anymore, really. <laughs> You're just here to listen to us chat shit. Yes. Thank you. And we thank you for it. 
yeah. We hope you're all Absolutely. doing well in the lockdown, and we hope this gives you a ray of sunshine. And we bright. hope we're the thing that saves you from your loneliness. Yes, we hope more people have more time to listen to us now. <laughs> we'll exploit. We'll exploit a pandemic. Mm. We were late on the last bus, so we're jumping early onto this one. <laughs> Caught the bus before <laughs> the one we needed. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah, before we start, Liam, anything to tell people to do? Oh, can you please like and subscribe? And you know what? Just, yeah, it would be a massive help if you guys could like, like our, um, like our posts each week with the episodes. Just if you have the time. Uh, uh, and also maybe just put a comment saying how funny you think we are or saying ha Jim that one time he made a joke just something like that or even just abuse just anything to bump the numbers yeah, up so that abuse us if you want the to. Facebook algorithm works and we are going to be getting the other socials sorted aren't, by, aren't you by the time this comes out we will have posted at least one photo on Instagram shit uh, and if that's not a promise then we've probably broken it. Yeah. No. <laughs> if, it's not a prom- if it's not a promise, we've just lied to you. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, yeah, comment. If we get 50 comments, um, I will go and punch Liam in the face. No, you won't. Social distancing. We'll chuck eggs at him. Yeah. We'll chuck eggs at him. That's what we'll do. Record his window. Cut, cut that. If we get 50 comments, we'll chuck eggs at Liam. From a yes. two meter distance. Yeah. Um, Louise was in uh, Tesco's the other day, and like I was standing outside waiting for her to come out because I'd already been in, and she'd got some eggs, and she'd walked out, and I hadn't seen her pass me, so she got back to the flat, uh, and she was carrying all this stuff, and obviously was struggling a little bit, and the entire carton of eggs fell onto the ground outside the flat. Mm. And then she phoned me. She was like, "Where are you?" And I was just like, "I'm just waiting for you coming out of Tesco's." <laughs> <laughs> no eggs for me. No, maybe well, that must have been the saddest that, point. That must have been excruciating. Oh god. That's a William joke. Oh, there's more puns to come today. I'm full of them. <laughs> Absolutely full of them. <laughs> Can't wait. Right, well, let's just Excellent. dive in, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give us a uh, give us the old mouth trumpet, Jim. Round one. Round one. We're we still doing rounds. We are just two rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Part Half one. Rounds. Part know. one. Yeah, it can still be a round. Part one, round one. Oh, yeah. Oh, whose goes is it? <laughs> is it Diggle first? first? Oh, uh, big old, uh, big old Diggle. It's me. It's me to go first, guys. So, in light of what everyone should have downloaded allow me to track and trace my thoughts on this song (laughs) boom that's one out the way topical good one it's one out the way stay safe stay safe and download the app it's good protect scotland yeah i've I've got it now good good i see i I saw on the app it's about a million one million five hundred people have downloaded it it's not enough people there's more people than that (laughs) there is more people than that but it's also more than i expected to download it whether or not they've got the Bluetooth turned on for it to work, however. Mm. Well, mm. We, we, you know, sorry for making it topical. That was a bad day. That was a <laughs> mistake in hindsight. 
<laughs> so my first <laughs> my first song today is Regina Spector with Summer in the City. Add to pop Regina Spector on because she started our before the podcast playlist, so I thought it might be quite nice if she started our season three playlist and our with our return to our backtracks. Um full circle. Full circle. We like a circle. So and we're just having the one playlist for season three. Yeah, 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 I can't be fucked yeah. in more than one. And it gets complicated if we have four different playlists going on at once. Uh, we might <laughs> need to streamline the old ones or something, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure something anyway. out. Um, yeah, today. so this song I first heard in Henry Cellar Bar, yeah, another bar that Liam has been barred from. Do I know that story? I think so. Yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> But yeah, there was always they they did um, these open mics on Mondays, and we always went down after we'd done our open mics in Lebowski's and before that, um, sat and had a beer. It was open till three and watched some very talented musicians from Edinburgh play some music and sing a few songs. And one of the bartenders there uh, always sang this song, "Summer in the City," and it just it just blew me away. I thought it was really nicely done when she did it i thought she wrote it to begin with i had no idea it was in our song and i was like this is fucking this is this is really good it's a really cool song and then alistair who i worked with in the bar upstairs lebowski's um introduced me to regina specter and that was sort of like a love affair ever since then i think she's fantastic this is a beautiful song i think it's about maybe missing someone is what i get from it vibes of like almost remorseful almost uh, like a breakup song maybe i don't know that's what i've sort of started to read into it when i've been listening to it uh, and all about just these memories that invoke these uh these times that evoke certain memories of people that you miss or that have gone or that you've broken up with or something like that um and yeah i think the music in it's really nice and simple just that one piano sort of playing and regina specter is truly a master when it comes to rhythm because she can take a rhythm um, and make it sound like it shouldn't be working and it is, and it's not got a rhythm to it, essentially. She takes a rhythm, makes it a non-rhythm, but makes it the most rhythmic piece of music you'll hear, and it's just perfectly done. It's a fucking bastard to play because you're never quite sure <laughs> when you're meant to change chords or whatever you're doing, but it's just... I, I can't speak highly enough of her control of rhythm, basically, in this song. And I think, yeah, I think this is probably one of my favourite songs in the world. I absolutely adore it. I think it's brilliant. And that's that's what I have to say on it. I tried to actually analyse the music this season. Thought that would be a good idea. So I've done that. What do you guys think? Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> oh, I've, got, <laughs> I've got two sentences. Um, music good. <laughs> no, no, three sentences, actually. Uh, her voice has grown and grown on me. Very earnest and potent, just lovely. Liam, <laughs> good. I didn't mean just lovely as in it's just lovely. It's, it's more than that. It's very layered and beautiful and wonderful. But I yeah, it grew. I liked it when I first heard it. It's just grown and grown. She knows when to belt it out, but she also knows when to kind of like throw it away. Like our favorite musical uh, critic, voice critic guy. Um, what's it, Matt? Mark Patrick Daniels. Oh guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he's just like he's just like when 
they could belt it out, but then they're just like, "No, I'm gonna put it away." Like they're acting through their music. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> fucking nails it. Yeah, she does. Sorry, Jim was doing the guy as he's listed to the music. <laughs> he's, I like yeah, she's she, she's very very emotive, and I don't. Yeah, this song's just amazing. Like she, the way the piano starts off quite sweetly, and then builds up into crescendo, and then drops back off. It's just fucking amazing. I absolutely love it. I do think there's something to be said for the way that she does. Uh, she does throw the like go through the emotions throughout. Yeah, it's very very good. Yeah, takes takes you on a journey, doesn't it? That's a good one. That is very. Yeah, sing- that's that's probably barring Jim. That's probably the best, um, the best analysis of a song we've ever done. So, but on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> season three with, with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just because I didn't use technical words, I I spoke from the heart. <laughs> I don't do technical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hope I hope you've uh, you've analysed your own songs. Well, it's Daniel Dog. Well, I'll say stuff. <laughs> I'll say stuff about them, right? Well, I'll, 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 I'll do what I mind now. <laughs> yes, but but Jim, but Jim, What's up? before you before you do, right? I've got a question for you, mate. Right, go for it. <laughs> 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 this is my favourite one. Uh, are you a farmer, mate? Uh, no, why? Uh, I was just hoping you'd show me your tractor. <laughs> your tractor. Well, it, it sounds like a fucking pickup line or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one, no one's went for it yet, but it's fine. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to be a fucking farmer in hive, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, for that for that to work, you have to like ask the whole room. Is anyone in here a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Come here. <laughs> What's your tractor? But then you go. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't work because then it's the context of it being a music podcast, yeah. and that's what we do. You wouldn't have. No, okay, forget it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I just want to hear the rest of them now. The rest of the puns. Oh, uh, we said the you know the quality would go up in season three, so I thought I'd deliver pretty early on. Yeah, you know, the musical analysis one. and puns. <laughs> uh, oh, I've got one actually. Imagine you were out and you were trying to pull right, and then you're just like, "Here, do you want to come track with me?" Come track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Doing the one I chose, from this, <laughs> the song I chose was uh, "This Holy Fire" by Daniel Doherty. I had his. The, it was the last song on the before the p- podcast playlist was Daniel Doherty, with his at that point his latest single. Um, I've chosen another song. So Daniel Doherty was introduced to me uh, by my stepdad Derek, who had seen him perform live in Glasgow on Sucky Hall Street uh, he was down there doing some training for his work he had some time to kill and he just heard this guy playing guitar and singing and he stood there for about half an hour or so and he, he, he put like a fiver in his guitar case because he was that good made a note of his name and showed us and then we've just been fans for a very long time he could basically play all the instruments on one guitar if you YouTube 
the song Colours, Daniel Doherty, you can see what I mean. He can play the rhythm guitar, lead guitar, bass guitar, drums, just all at the same time while singing with this <laughs> unreal voice. It's not fair. He's got all about at eight, the same time. Yeah. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. He does. He does. <laughs> not, not, he's like, not, like not, not just like <laughs> not literally. <laughs> but well, if you watch that video, you'll you'll know what I mean. He's got the horn under his arm, like. Now, boys, come on. The mythy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Pay hey, attention. Sorry. <laughs> Be serious. <laughs> but if you watch that, if you, if you watch that video, you'll know Be what serious. I mean. <laughs> He does a lot of different parts on one instrument at the same time while singing with mm. his incredibly powerful, beautiful voice. It's, it's, it is rather good. Uh, next, <laughs> The next line in the note is then talk about the song. <laughs> so, <laughs> You prepared? Not really, no. Um, so this is one of the few songs in which he uses the electric guitar because he's normally on the acoustic, but it's got this beautiful electric guitar, lead guitar playing all the way through it as he's singing and a beautiful string section and it's a very very deep song about losing your mother <laughs> and um, I don't know why I laughed there <laughs> yeah, yeah, face was, not... you were looking at something and it was funny um, do, you, do you know how to not lose her? what's that? tie your mother down <laughs> yeah, queen queen yeah Right, so it's yeah, so it's a song title, so I suppose that was that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so it's an incredibly beautiful song, as I say, with a lovely, you know, lovely heartfelt, depressing but ultimately uplifted message to it, and mm. it's just beautiful. And it, the string section just takes it home. The way those strings end, oh, major gooses, major gooses. Um, I was lucky enough to see Daniel Dock at the O2 ABC. Is that what it's called? The one that burnt down in Glasgow? Yeah. yeah. O2 ABC. He didn't play this one. Because um, it was just him and an, an acoustic guitar. So didn't do it. So I was a bit disappointed. But it was a tiny little room. And his voice, it was almost too powerful, powerful for the wee room. It was unbelievable. It was incredible. And then he got in the middle of all of us. And we were like sort of dancing about and shit like that and just great and he still does street performing still plays out in the street I saw him one time when I was going to dinner he didn't stop <sighs> what I should have done <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's, that's all my notes <laughs> bye got to end on I saw him one time in the street didn't stop I really wanted to but we were running late for a reservation Oh, that was but when I you went like to the Tower Restaurant, wait, wasn't it? The t- Tower Restaurant, let me tell you something, people, right? Eight quid for a bottle of beer, and I mean this. Eight quid for a 330ml <laughs> bottle of beer. Never forgotten it. And at the O2 ABC, it was £5.10 for a pint. Lift. And we'd been in the garage O2. just before. £2 a pint. O2 ABC, that's where I saw uh, Conor Albrist, and um, he had Big Thief playing. Which is how I got into Big Thief. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I got the record as well, it was the first time I'd ever heard them. Oh, it's sad, I'm sad that that venue's gone. Mm. That was a good venue. Saw Reverend and the Makers there. It was great. Afterwards, uh, John 
the lead singer took everyone downstairs and just uh, played his encore in the street. It was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Just round, That's like, went nice. off of Salkey Hall Street and just round into this bin alley and just fucking did it. It was amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, back to your song. Liam, do you want to say things about Jim's song? Yeah, fucking Daniel fucking Dockery. Mm. That's an undeniable voice if I've ever heard one. Aye, there, there's a <laughs> bit with the symbol where the symbols are ringing through, and it's just awesome. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I never really pick up on the symbols because they're mostly there or in like a kind of like build up or that. But it's just that one bit with the symbols is just fucking cool. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that is true. He never picks up on so... the single symbols. <laughs> never once. <laughs> Uh, I've got a note that says the kicking bit is so good which I know what that means but I don't know how to describe that other than that um, he belts out those top notes with so much ease he's so fucking uh, it's brilliant and the the song itself is put together so well which in itself is a craft mm. aye there's bits where he could have just really have gone for it but kind of lets the music carry his voice through mm. um, which is again it's just brilliant and it works so well. The, the orchestral soft bit at the end is brilliant as well. And it lends its I think the entire song lends itself to the lyrics. Really enjoyed it. Okay. Good boy, Daniel fucking Doherty. <laughs> good boy. <A> good cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's got a lovely voice, man. And his guitar work is it's fair to say it's genius level. It's absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. But I, yeah, I pick up on what Liam says with the way it's his arrangement of that song that's just amazing. He's like, he's subtly arranged this sort of almost simple styles instruments to create this epic sound. And it just works so well. He t- It's like, you know, we've often spoke about... Um, doing simplicity well sort of makes it brilliant and I don't think this is a simple song but I think he's taken moments of simplicity and managed to turn them into epicness and it's just awesome and then yeah when he holds that long note um, the gooseys fly back for me so I was having a gooseys moment with you with you right there (laughs) but he's just amazing and yeah deserves to be here if anyone's not if any fans of this podcast um, whatever time you're listening to I've not heard him listen to him because he's quite good yeah. he's got two two EPs and a couple of singles no albums yet but hoping so in the future mm. nice good good, no, what, good, good. You, you, yeah. see I, I knew I didn't have to do any proper thinking because you guys summed it eloquently up with, <laughs> so. <laughs> In that, <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. We'll carry you. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, go on, do go. Right. So <laughs> I want you to. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> your wee face, you're so excited. Right, go. Not gonna lie, this is probably my face one, <laughs> uh, but I quite like it. This was the last minute or well, I mean the rest after show me your tractor they were all kind of last minute. <laughs> um, but uh Liam, Liam <laughs> I want you to tell me a story, Trackinori. <laughs> like, like Jackinori. 
Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Or Krakenori, yeah. the th- short-lived th- adult one. It would have been. It would have been Two better. If you'd, you you lost confidence in it as you were saying it, Dougal. I think was <laughs> the problem. It was actually I not that powered through. I I I lost confidence <laughs> when I wrote it down, mate. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> the other three are, and I don't say this lightly, brilliant. So we're all good. <laughs> After this, don't you worry. Oh, good. This is my first sober episode, by the way, so I think I'll get drunk <laughs> after these again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, we'll t- I'll take it away. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but yeah, so some of these songs... There we go. Um, oh, meeting will end in 10 minutes. 7 out of 10. Can, can, can I get this done in the next 10 minutes? Yeah, we can okay, do this okay. in 10 minutes. So I don't know if I mentioned, but some of these tracks are the tracks from the original podcast playlist, or before the podcast playlist, but some of them are different tracks by the artists that we picked. <laughs> so it's kind of a mixture. Um, <laughs> that would have been good to mention, yeah. <laughs> it would have been good to mention. <laughs> I've picked this time, so I picked Declan McKenna back before the podcast, and I picked British Bombs, which is one of my favourite finds that I've ever found for this podcast, and before the podcast. And I think all three of us can agree that British Bombs is one of the best songs ever. But I didn't pick that to put it back on for here. I picked Be An Astronaut, which is one of his tracks from his newest album, Zeros. Oh, Daniel, do you remember how fucking good a song this is? <laughs> as, as the first lines, Daniel, do you remember? Five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. I like Trakinori. Solid, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Being astronaut has got such a nostalgic vibe to it. I said back when one of the other singles off the album, uh, Beautiful Faces, was released, that I thought he was going for a kind of Bowie sound, like that kind of era. And then this came out, and I was like, bang on. Then I saw the video, and I saw his little uh, makeup that he's wearing, and I was just like, right, he's definitely doing Bowie. <laughs> Declan's doing Bowie. However, I've come to think that it's. Obviously, it's a kind of like nod to Bowie and that kind of era's kind of music and sound and all that, but it's not so much a kind of. I don't think it's so much of a taking that sound and pumping it out as like a kind of ode to, ode to it. But I think it's almost like he's um, taking it and reinterpreting it, uh, interpreting it for a newer generation. One more time. <laughs> Interpreting, uh, reinterpreting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Reinterpreting. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not copying the sound. He's, like, he's reinterpreting it for a newer generation and making it more accessible for people who wouldn't normally listen to that sound. His voice in this... Uh, he's, not, he's not got the best voice ever. Quite good. But it's, it's really very good. fucking good. Really good. But what, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's what he does with it is what's good, like what's brilliant. Like He flits up and down with ease. Like up and down his uh, register and there's bits where his voice breaks and it's just fucking amazing and to quote my partner Louise directly she said that his voice breaking gives her more pleasure than I ever could (laughs) 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 that's how fucking good it is (laughs) Um, <laughs> it's a very instrument heavy song and it's got like a proper uh, 
it's got a proper like eerie kind of start to it just with the piano the da, 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 da. Um, but then it ends with this like kind of amazing crash oh I, I, I kind of want to listen to it now but <laughs> you don't you don't it doesn't the build up throughout the song isn't as obvious it just kind of like starts moving through the different sounds and the start to the end are completely different songs but there's no like kind of jarring cuts in it you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just it's just effortless it's just so so good uh, the drum fill before the last chorus fucking sends me and that run that he does throughout also fucking sends me the na, 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 na. oh ace my one issue with the song and I do have an issue is that it's the third track on the album and this should be the closer yeah I've had the because same issue you, with it yeah yeah you can I mean if you like, when you listen to it it's the finale and you can imagine like the goodbye everybody at the end of the gig like that bit at the end all and then just like goodbye everybody good night um, and everyone would just be so hyped that's what it should be on the album for me uh, it should be the closer but yeah it's just phenomenal it's so good I'm sure if Declan listens to this which I'm sure he does all, mm-hmm. then he can take that advice on board and maybe yeah, when he gigs he the album with that at the end well he could well he could just do it at gigs just close with that True. yeah absolutely how, how amazing would that be it would be good it would be really yeah. good I'd like to see him do you want to go and see him I would like to see him too let's go yeah. see him yeah we should, we should go see Declan again let's do it right Jim I still think got, it's so funny we've got right, four okay, I'll just read my notes then alright uh, first note Bowie in big letters because it is just Bowie um, but if it when it sounds that good, it can. It does. I don't care. I don't care if he's sitting meticulously trying to rip it off. It doesn't matter. It just sounds so good, and he's making it his own, as you say. I really didn't bother me. Um, not that it bothered you, but it's, it just is that. Uh, <laughs> so it's the best thing I've heard in a long time. The most addicted I've been to a song in ages. Like I mean, for the last for like however many months, how many weeks, it's just been constant. The effortlessness of McKenna fills me with such joy while simultaneously making me feel very inferior creatively. Mm. Uh, one to watch. And also, I had Humongous, a song from his first playlist, first uh, album on a playlist in 2017. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I, had, I had heard of him before, nice, but yeah. I just didn't make the connection for a long time. So, yes, he's one to watch. He's outstanding. Give it a listen if you haven't. Go fuck yourself if you have. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's great. I got, you know, I mean, obviously the mix of Bowie. I also got some uh, McCartney fronted Beatles songs in there. Yeah, specifically Absolutely. actually the one I put on the playlist the before the podcast playlist, Golden Slumber. Get a lot of that yeah. from there. So there's a bit of Maca with David Bowie, which is quite a compliment to pay anyone really. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. He's so talented. His composition's absolutely impeccable. Um, which is shown, I think, particularly nicely when you've got this main melody um, playing throughout the song and then these screeching guitars sort of elevating it to this, mm, I'm saying it again, epicness. Guitars. The epicness behind it, yeah. It's just, and that solo is as cool as anything. And then I thought <laughs> that there's just this, there was a nice theme between these three songs, really, of like epic sounding simplicity I wrote. And it's not simple, but that sort of way. 
that yeah. it's really good. These three people we put on are masters of composition, and it was really lovely to listen to them. One last note I've got to say about the song is how fucking mental is it that that sounds coming out of a bunch of twenty-one-year-olds? I don't. I don't like thinking about it. No. <laughs> I know you don't, Jim. But we've got we've got to pay them their dues. Jim is almost like, thirty, so it's gonna true. be hard for him. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, if I, if there's any chance of me doing anything, it's long gone. <laughs> so to see these fresh-faced, very talented, and you know, somewhat humble people makes me f- <laughs> foam at the mouth. Yeah, the levels of toxicity in my blood elevate. I, not really. Um, I am genuine. Yeah. I know, I'm not. Not really that. But it's, it's not funny to say. Yeah. Um, not that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, picks picks for round one. Declan McKenna. Yeah. William, what would you have uh, for? Uh, probably Spectre. Nice. Yeah. Well, Regina, Spectre, not Spectre. Mm. The band. Fair play. <laughs> awesome. Let's, uh... I do love Daniel Dockerty, though. Fair dues, man. It was, it was a fucking good round, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Right. Best round we've ever done. Right. <laughs> round two. Round two. <laughs> Excellent. Are we keeping the mouth trumpet every week? Or are we gonna do different instruments from your mouth? Well, next next week it's a mouth <laughs> different instruments from your. I'll take I take requests. <laughs> mouth tuba. A timpani. Mouth tuba. Boom 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 boom. That was really tuba. Yeah. That's a drum. That's a, no, t- again. It's a timpani. It's a timpani. Right. I said I said tuba. I said timpani. Dougal said timpani. I I went for the one I wanted to do. Right, anyway, we're eating in our time, which, as we know, is very Far valuable. more precious than anyone else's. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> go on, Right, well... Right, pun... Punish us. Nice. Well, <laughs> punish me, Daddy. You, you know... You, you, you. <laughs> daddy Diggle. Um, you know... It's... <laughs> this is incredibly hard to get through. You know, um, <laughs> you know, people quite a lot ask me, um, can you talk about this song you really like? But first, can you uh, do a pun based on a film you've never seen? And I go, mm. yeah, love Tractually. This is Rain Wolf, and the song is Keeper. Love Tractually. Have you, have you never seen Love Actually? No. Mate, no. mate, ace, it's good. It's a really good film. I've heard good things. It's just it's one of those never got round to it, you know. Didn't feel there was I, there were there were a lot of ones that I had to get round to, and I've gotten round to a few of them, and that's still on the 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 getting round to list. I've never seen the Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. More like <laughs> what? More like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what what film? What film have you never seen, Liam? Oh, uh, well, you guys know this one already because I've got it on DVD. Yeah, The Godfather. I've got the trilogy box set. I've never watched it. I've had that for about like eight years. He has seen The Goods starring. I've seen The Goods Live Hard, uh, Sell Hard. Yeah, Live Hard, Sell Hard. You've seen Super Gang starring Bruce Lee, of course. And (laughs) everything Tommy Wiseau has ever been in. Or is he yet to see a couple? No, both the Samurai Cops we've watched, haven't we? Yeah, we've watched both the Samurai Cops. But. Oh, don't bother. You, well, you, you see one film, you've seen them all. 
<laughs> Didn't bother with it. I mean, if anything, Godfather's a bit derivative anyway, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it, was, it really was, yeah, Super Gang, and no, what was it? Samurai Cop that paved the way, really. Blazed the trail. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. That's a good film. Mm, mm. That is a good film. Casablanca. That's a good film. Casablanca's in my top top five. Not seen that. It's a good one. Mm. Yeah, worth it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Keeper. Rainwolf. Yeah. Yeah, Keeper by uh, Rainwolf. So this is... So Ali introduced me to this song. So it's a nice song. She just came back and said, listen to this song. I think you'll like it. I said, yes, I would. And this is the original song that I put up on the Before the Podcast because I haven't listened to too much other songs that they've done. Slash not much of their other songs that they've done have had this much effect as this song has had on me. Because it's just, it's dirty rock at its finest, I'd say. There's a couple of things that I absolutely love about this song. Um, The bloke's voice, one, sort of got that. It's got that, it's got a really nice tone to it that is just muddied in a good way by the gravel and I love that I think it just works super well and that thumping bass heavy chords that are played throughout those thumping basses that you get when you've sat with yeah I've been listening to stuff on over your headphones again um, got a pair of wireless ones uh, to do the deliveries and stuff with at the old job and I've been listening to the bass. <laughs> the old job. And uh, the, the bass on them just it kicks, you, kicks your soul into gear. And I really mm. like that. And then you get to this last third of this song. And it's just fucking amazing. The singer goes for it. The Everything, all the music just sort of starts to build to crescendo. And there's just these slighted solos throughout that just add and add and it's fucking awesome guys what are you saying yeah well this is this is right down my street as you know yeah um it's down my street always <laughs> referring to one of the lyrics from the song <laughs> no right um yeah i love the liquid guitar at the start and then that dirty guitar playing alongside it i think this contrasts really well that's the best way I could think to describe it. You know what I mean, though. No. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. The two different tones. And then the, the deep bass is magic. Uh, those vocals. I don't know how they... they, they must Because that's obviously partly him, but then it must do something... Like, with science. To the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to give it that extra little... You heard it here first. They're, they're, they've only gone and used science in this song. <laughs> the bar, those rainwolf psychos. To, to zhush the voice. They, they only zhushed it with science, honestly. Right. I don't know what that is, but you know you know that effect that they put on it? I don't know what it... I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Science effect. The science like. effect. <laughs> the science zhush effect. How, how have I got more stupid since we recorded the last episode we did? <laughs> I know know what I'm I'm not pretending to be this stupid I actually don't know how to articulate what I mean but anyway that you wasted our three weeks off if you're coming back with this shit I know I'm sorry but uh, so that ness I liked and and, uh, yeah I really like Rainbow as you guys know I really like this kind of music Um, and yeah this did it for me it was wonderful Mm. 
Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, Ali. Uh, yeah, thank you, Ali. <laughs> Thanks, Ali. Um, I, I love this. Uh, I love this song. Uh, it's got a proper sound. Like if if you're a fan of one of your favorite bands, Jim the Heavy, mm. and uh, Gary Clark Jr. Mm. That kind of sound. If you're a fan of that, you're gonna be a fan of this. Um, I've been autocorrected on my notes here, uh, but that raspberry voice <laughs> can hit the heights. <laughs> I, That's it's, what it's I mean. mental. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he could, he could, his range is so far up, and to get that with the uh, the raspiness as well is fucking mental. In the outro with that whirring sound, um, as it's kind of coming out, I don't know what that is, but it's very fucking cool. Helicopter. Um, is it, is it a helicopter? Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. right outside, filmed the helicopter sounds. No, I got in the recording studio. Got in the recording studio? Yeah, just turned that it on for a, a minute. fucking massive recording studio. No, it's regular size. Regular size with a helicopter. It's a really small it. helicopter. Yep. A really small helicopter. Making mm. that kind of sound? Absolutely Reg- not. No, regular turned size, it science. Regular size <laughs> helicopter. They got in the room with science. It's fine. <laughs> they managed to fit all that science and the helicopter in that room. <laughs> <laughs> If there's ever been a conversation to convince us that we should probably phase out the music, it's this, isn't it? <laughs> Don't record it with science and the helicopter. <laughs> Those mad fools. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> Alright, Diggle. Oh, well, Jim. Roma. <laughs> On my second last pun of the night, and I've had a great time so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you have. So, this is what it feels like, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to take your thoughts about this song and hit me like a rugby trackle. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Specifically, Shit. a rugby one. <laughs> Ar- arguably, the worst one. Yeah, well, I, I haven't I, heard the last one yet, and that one's worse. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of that was that was the real like I wrote that when we were recording, and I realised I only had five. Hmm? <laughs> well, can, can, enough, can I can I try one, Diggle? No, uh, I've got it. Uh, track <laughs> streets track. All right, track streets track. But I'm trying to move yeah. away from just music ones and do other things. Well, I mean, maybe you shouldn't after that abysmal one. <laughs> well, just wait until next week. They're all coming back for another round. They're all different, track. different ones. Different different word, maybe. Oh. Anyway, Jim, tell us about your song. Thank you. Get this shit over uh, with. Yeah, I know. Right, okay, so, <laughs> this song is As the World Caves In by Matt Maltese. And I, I wrote the genre down that I found for this because I thought it was interesting. Chamber pop. Nice. Don't know what it means, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> I know what a chamber pot is. Yeah. It's a little pot that used to piss in. Yeah. And then your maids would come and empty it out. Mm. You heard it here first. Alright. So, well, it's not that. Get that image out of your head. Um, so. <laughs> both of mine, honestly, it's just dis- it's dissolved. Right, okay. We'll just, we'll just get through it then, shall we? Call it a bath bomb. Yeah, so Matt Maltese has possibly the smoothest oh, of all the voices. He has a very smooth voice. 
I didn't even notice how good his voice was for a long time, in a good way. You know what I mean? It took me a long time to actually listen to him go, well, because it sounds so effortless. It's like, I can't actually, like, the things he's actually managing to do are technically good. Uh, so this <laughs> this song is about what you would do with your final night alive, which is one of the lyrics. Um, it's a deep and beautiful, dark and romantic, and it's as good as it gets for me. Uh, it's mainly a piano, like it could be just as effectively played on piano, but there's some orchestral parts in it. Nothing too overblown. It's mostly just the this the subject matter, this the melody and the singing. And it's uh, it's mind it's a mind blowing piece of music. It was one of the best things that Spotify ever gave me, and it was right back in the early days of Spotify, three years ago when I first got it. It was one of the first things it gave me, and I remember being so excited about the world of music, you know what I mean? Just the disco- what I could discover mm. and what a handy tool it was. And uh, yeah, he's got two albums. They're both very good. You guys say stuff. <laughs> um, shall we go first? I've already went. You've talked to Dougal. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you can. You can. You know what? Yeah, yeah go for it. Why not? Cool. Let's mix nice. it up. Fine then. Uh, All right. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> this is <laughs> one of my favourites that you've ever put up, Jim. Mm. And uh, yeah, again, this is this is one of Jim's original tracks that he put up for the before the podcast playlist. And potentially, it has it has the potential to be my favourite track from the bef- uh, before the podcast playlist. I think it's definitely the one that had the most effect on me, and it's definitely the one that's kind of gone I've I've kind of like listened to the most now I'll still go back to it even though I've had to listen to a bunch of other shit in between this is the one I'll go back to again White Deck on the Kenna what a sound to come out of uh, such a young guy like how how old is this guy it's just just 23, 24 yeah it's just sick talent yeah yeah it's fucking yeah he's brilliant Um instrumentally this song's phenomenal uh, phenomenal Phenom- did I say it right that second time phenomenal there we go do, do, do. Um, I was just about to do that you cannot <laughs> do it can you yeah. Um, yeah the swell of the instruments throughout is just beautiful and the piano is fucking great uh, I loved your explanation that you kind of went into the last like when we did we record this as like one of our trial podcasts? This this song actually won uh, Catch of the Week in our first ever trial uh, recording of this podcast. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, our pilot. That was uh, before COVID. That was. Yeah. Jeez. That was ages ago. That's Crazy. fucking mental. Mm. <laughs> That's coming up for a year. Well, it's not. In six months, it's, yeah. It's on yeah, its it way. <laughs> <laughs> aye. Aye, it's seven. We're coming up on eight months. Yeah. Mm. Nearly. Past the halfway point. But yeah, uh, I loved your explanation about the kind of like the hopelessness of the, the like then, like last night on Earth and like the world crumbling around you and just sitting with that person that you found that you can sit through all this and just you can sit in the ashes and just forget about it all and just enjoy your time with them. 
well, I must have summed it up better that first time than I did. <laughs> what we'll do is I'll go back and I'll find the original recordings and I'll cut that <laughs> in. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a yeah phenomenal song, uh, and that that explanation it just it's a real feeling, you know what I mean? Mm. There's a realness uh, about it. Mm. Uh, it's nice to actually get. It's, it's the, the the meaning of the song. You know, what would you do, and who would you spend your last time with? You know, the meaning of the song is so clear, and it comes. It's not like buried underneath it, but it's also not thrown in your face because it's such a big idea. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah, it does add an extra power layer. Yeah, and the, the chorus itself is just fucking ace. Mm-hmm. Hits yeah. all the right feels. Real smooth and very cool. Mm. That, that's three. where my gooses come in. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, a lot of this time listening through, a lot of similarities to the Declan McKenna song we had. As in mm. one bloke and a mm. piano mainly, but the sound as well was quite similar on top of that, which was good. Um, I did like it, it's really good. Uh, I remember doing this before the podcast, and I remember listening to you guys talk about it and be all enthusiastic, and I liked it, but I wasn't as enthusiastic about it. You know, it never, it never hit me. And like it won that one, but it was like it wasn't like I wasn't sitting there going, "This is the most amazing thing of the before the podcast or anything like that." Um, it didn't have that massive impact on me, but this time, holy shit, wows! That's what I'd say. <laughs> Fucking yeah, it's unbelievable. And it, the bit that gets me um, about this song, obviously the the um, the meaning behind it and the sincerity and almost the sincerity of the lyrics and all that is just beautiful throughout but the uh, little build that jumps into the chorus, the hook if you will um, is fucking awesome say something like but it's you that I lie with or something like that as it goes into the chorus and that's just a simple note progression that leads into pure awesomeness and it's just awesome like i say i i was never blown away by this song and then i listened to it this time around and i did i don't know why i don't know why now but it was yeah fucking unreal loved it no it's interesting it's interesting how that kind of thing works Uh, which is why it's good to revisit things such as we're doing now yeah it's no it was really interesting to come back to and go fucking hell this is this is much better i don't know maybe i'm just better at listening something like that Glad you enjoyed it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely, really good. Solid. Mm-hmm. So, last song, last pun. Did you say best or last? I hope so. <laughs> the best one was the tractor one. Okay. Oh. So, um, Christ. <laughs> Le- Liam. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've had a couple of beers there, mate, haven't you? Yeah, and it's not made any of your jokes any better. Liam, it's not time to be a smart ass. Let's just get through this together, okay? Liam. Uh huh. Liam, you you've had a couple of beers there, ain't you, mate? I have. Before you go on to this track, man, I think you look like you need a bit of a tractical spew. I mean, what do you want from us? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what kind of reaction would you like? Maybe, maybe this is what season three is all about. I get the better jokes, and Dougal doesn't. My songs are alright. <laughs> yeah. 
and then see we're, we're all progressing as people and the next year my jokes will be shite and nothing I say will be funny and then <laughs> Mate, it'll go I, round and round I just kind of I don't know uh, when I was because I edited the last ones of season 2 maybe I just kind of wanted to, to, to put a bit of torture in someone else's life for a while <laughs> so that's uh, that's my that's my new thing for this season I'm going to write puns for every song that's put up so my <laughs> second and final track is Silk by Wolf Alice uh, I love this album that's come off of but this song actually flew under my radar until it was used in the trailer for um, Trainspotting 2. That's Did you know I, it was in the trailer? No, for that? that's where I've heard it from now. Yeah, and I was just blown away because it fits so well within that trailer. Like the the way that like the trailer was cut worked so fucking well with the song. That bit where is it Spud like leans back in the chair on the crags? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, ace. Anyway. Aye, the beginning of this song has this great sound where it's almost like it's underwater, which I think it kind of I think that kind of lends itself well to the lyrical content of this song. Um, because well, to me, this song is about fighting, like the feeling of fighting with your inner demons, be it like kind of depression, anxiety, d- addiction, or like uh, toxic relationships. Because you have this dichotomy between like the main voice and then the whispers of her inner monologue. Sorry, I used your word, Dougal. Dichotomy. Keep it. It's a good word. <laughs> Makes you sound very clever when it's. it's oh, thank it's, you. It's, it's, <laughs> it does. You sounded brilliant. Carry on. Say more things. <laughs> but yeah, so you've got the the whispers of this inner monologue that kind of keep putting her down throughout the song. Just before. There's, there's like I don't, I don't know when it is it's like first kind of bit of the uh, first bit of the song there's like this kind of like marching drum beat that comes through and I always relate that sound to the kind of trying trying to push through death and, death and defeat and like you kind of hear it in songs like Black Parade and stuff like that like Black Parade was my go-to when I heard that sound and then you have this uh, just after that you have this like kind of repeated kind of verse where she's saying, uh, you got to stay cool, you hot, hot head, uh, drink the juice, and you're feeling fine, and all this kind of stuff. And to me, that's kind of like her routine uh, of very, very mundane tasks that are kind of helping her fight the inner voice coming out. Like, if, if she can, like, distract herself with this kind of things, she doesn't need to listen to that voice. And then that uh, that voice kind of pushes through and says well at least you're not boring and I interpreted it one way and then I read another interpretation online so I interpreted it it, um, as the inner voice can antagonise her and being very sarcastic just like well at least you're not boring because she's doing all this kind of like kind of mundane things but I read someone online saying that it was uh, almost like her inner voice was saying well at least not, you're not boring because you've got something wrong with you which I thought was quite an interesting take in it and then right after that you have this like kind of existential cry of no one wants to feel this sad her shouting back at the inner monologue voice and she puts this kind of like pressure on her either external or internal love that there is love uh, like one of the lines is there is love that's a saviour but 
then she like goes back and says that that's not what her love is and that hers is actually killing her slowly so like the person in this song is obviously struggling and I don't know if it's that she's struggling with her love for someone else or her love for herself um, but yeah I lyrically fucking genius which I'm quite I'm quite glad about because instrumentally this song is quite simple compared to some of the other, other Wolf Alice songs and I feel like she's a brilliant um, lyric uh, lyricist but it sometimes gets lost behind like the kind of noise that Wolf Alice does which is great noise but it doesn't showcase her like actual lyrics that uh, as much and this one puts an emphasis on the lyrics and has like a very kind of like simply instrumental song which is also still good it's just very very fucking good and I love it well I, I had basically nothing written <laughs> down I have no insight so, so I didn't realise it had all the, that to do with it because <laughs> I hadn't really, had really listened to it all that much uh, so I'll just do my notes then well yeah Jim can go <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my note I'll do my note. Right, here we go. Uh, slow build, and then the amazing vocals come in with this beat to it, which is just smashing. The rest of the song is great. <laughs> Solid effort. That's all I had. I had no idea. I, I hadn't really listened to it that much. There was a different song from the one you put up before the playlist. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just felt like I knew it because I knew I was quite familiar with that album. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really listen to it enough. But I did very much enjoy it. <laughs> Thought it was great, and I did recognise it a wee bit as well. But um, you know what? I'll check after hearing, you know that um, very, very detailed and probably the most uh, ac- academic and articulate answer you've ever given, Liam. If you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> Certainly a step up from last season's notes. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm doing the shit notes this season. I'm not doing. I'm not even going to b- try, right? So that's why Liam's passed off his shit qualities from last season to us. <laughs> uh, you guys have got the shit notes and the shit jokes, and I'm just fucking banging it out. Shit notes, shit jokes. <laughs> so I'll change the rest. So the rest of the song is great. I'll change it to the rest of the song is very great. <laughs> <laughs> so a deeper appreciation for it. I'm going to go back and listen to it now again. This guy, this guy right here, he's got. <laughs> Um, aye, what did I have to say about this song? So the opening bass and whisper is really lovely. There's some beautiful musical, I've written C, Q, C, H, H, S's. So like, okay. they build up nicely. <laughs> so that's what I was meaning. <laughs> um... <laughs> Her repeated voice lends to lovely, uh, lends itself to a lovely effect of this sort of unison singing that comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, in like this whole idea of um, allowing uh, sort of this repeated vocals in unison doesn't happen too much. It's very mainly quite harmonic throughout, but there's a lot of this that is just straight in unison, and I really like that. Her voice has a warmth that I really like as well. And there's small melodic and instrumental intricacies of the verses that are really good. But, and I have a wee but, I'm sorry. It's not even really a but, to be honest. I was just in a bit of two minds when I first heard it. Because the chorus I found a little bit generic, to be perfectly honest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, I don't think that's particularly a bad thing. I wrote like generic indie pop style stuff, but it's not that a bad mm-hmm. thing. Um, and again, I wrote, I could hear it being on FIFA. I could hear that being on the menu track in FIFA, <laughs> which again, is not yeah. a bad thing. But yeah, the first time I listened to it, um, when you when you put it up, I was like, ah, oh, I preferred the other one you put up. Um, I'll I'll, I'll be on, I'll back the, Google up on that. And I, I, that I as well. Even. Yeah, I did. I do still. I think I still do prefer the other song. But I like that you put up this song, and it's interesting. And like you say, letting the lyricism of the artist shine through was quite a ballsy move on a song that wasn't as good as the first one you put up. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I, the it's, first one that I picked was a cover of um, so, "Song Big to the Man. Siren." Song to the Siren by mm-hmm. Jeff Buckley's dad. Yeah, aye, Tim, Tim Buckley. Tim Buckley, aye, TV. that's the one. TV <laughs> or not TV? Which is also a fucking amazing song, and Will Faus's cover is stunning. Yeah, mm. is but is no, it's a it's good. a it's a very it's a very good song, and like you say, I I have no idea mm. what the lyrics were going on about, and you enlightened us <laughs> which to be honest with you Liam I didn't expect you to enlighten me about a song you've not done it that often so far so it was really nice <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely change yes. uh, no, uh, but, I, yeah lovely the reason I there, there was an actual reason why I didn't go for that one uh, the, the song that I put up before and it was it was purely to do with the podcast it's because it's a Spotify single yeah it's not an so Apple so it's not available for Apple music uh, listeners we so every to, all, we need to, we need to be people. like Joe Rogan we need to sign a 30 million dollar contract to Spotify that's what we need to do we'll just do, we'll just do that yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds like a good idea we can lower it we can lower it 20,000 do you want me to try and invite Joe Rogan onto this and see if he can <laughs> tell us anything <laughs> Was it thirty million? I don't know if it was thirty million, but it was a lot. It was like a ridiculous amount of money. We need to do the uh, pick a round two, which is between uh, Wolf Alice, Rain Wolf, or Matt Maltese. Nothing to do with a wolf. So what one are we gonna do? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Missed a trick there. Um, right, well I'll go Rain Wolf. Even though, yeah, because I just like that kind of thing. I'll go Matt Maltese. Yeah, I'll go Matt Maltese as well. Alright. So and nice. there we go. Da-na-na-na. It's the final time. So the final, since we've only got two tracks and you boys have one track each in the final two, does that mean I I just do a deciding vote or can you yeah, still Yeah, you do a deciding vote to go. That oh. makes sense, yeah. So what have we got? Be, Be an, an astronaut, astronaut or or uh, as the world caves in, two quite you can tell we like a certain style of song, eh? <laughs> there's quite a few similarities both fantastic songs um, I yeah I'm gonna go for Be An Astronaut fair because it's yeah it's it, it was it was gonna win the second it was put up really it's a fucking yep. amazing it's <laughs> the an second amazing it was written. song it was yeah. probably written with that idea in mind yeah I did go McKenna was just like you know what Tuna Boot Boy's like this is going to be a fucking banger. They'll fucking love this. Declan McKenna, <laughs> big fan. We influenced that whole second album. What's it called? Zeros. That's about us. Aye. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> what, we're the Zeros? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try, well, yeah, we try and call Declan McKenna? <laughs> yeah, go on then. All right. Um, well, he's Irish, isn't he? 
No, he's not. He's just, his name sounds Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's just got a very Irish sounding name. So it's just like, he's Irish. All right, we'll phone Ireland. Um, all right. Um, nine. What'll do? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Just nine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be his number, by the way. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. Connection. Well, I mean, out of, out of nine, it's got to be at least one of them. Connection problem or invalid MMI. No, maybe code. Te- maybe he's ten. Maybe it's ten. All right, I'll put them But ten. that's not a number on the keyboard. On the keyboard. <laughs> None. That's Didn't not Declan McKenna, is it? No, that's invalid MMI code. Well, what, what, what's he saying? <laughs> Join us next week to find out if the police can get through to Joe Rogan or Declan McKenna. Uh, I'd just like to accept the, the first win on season three of Tunabout. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Sorry. I picked Matt Maltese and it would have been nice to see him win the first one after being the first winner. But fuck you. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair Thanks for listening. As always, Liam is going to tell you something. Please like and subscribe, guys. On that note, I have been Dougal. I've been Liam. And I'll always be Jim. Unfortunately. <laughs> good night. Good love, good night, good merry. Good love. Bye bye, bitches. <laughs> Right, that was god-awful. Let's never do this again. (laughs) Right, we're stopping recording. Get a boot. Skish, skish, (laughs) balloosh, motherfuckers.